This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Louis Mazet. In September of 1936, much of central Texas was enduring heavy rainstorms and flooding, with Waco especially hard hit. Cresting at 41 feet, the Brazos River burst through a levee a mile above town, resulting in a torrent that put much of East Waco underwater. Approximately 2,000 residents were left homeless, and city manager W.C. Torrance ordered martial law in the flooded area. Alva Stem, former director of Waco Parks and Recreation, recalls the floodwaters in Cameron Park. The flood was up to one of the shelter houses just below Proctor Springs, and that was as close as we could get to the playground because the, the water was up above our heads in, uh, by the shelter house. And I can remember us kids going down there and taking our bathing suits and swimming out to this shelter house and then climbing up on top of it and diving off into the floodwaters like crazy kids would do. But uh, we were good swimmers back in those days. Waco native Frank Curry Jr. shares his memories of the 36 flood. And they boxed off our brand new Washington Street Bridge because it had pillars under it. They thought it would wash him out. They opened the suspension bridge because it was suspended from one side to the other. You could travel on that. Barns would come floating down your river and it'd crash into the bridge and be chickens in that old barn, be hogs coming down, horses, cows. A great big fat hog come out. We wrestled him down. We as a sheriff's deputy or policeman or something, we said, what do you want us to do with him? He said, take him home if you want him. Well, that night, Mama and my stepdaddy was putting up sausage. <laughs> Curry, with Dorothy Head Powell, describes East Waco. Where Elm Street is, and Dallas Street, we had a street light over there on Dallas and Elm. The bottom of that street light was dipping in the water. And you know the two-story red brick? East Terrace. Uh, that yeah. water come up to that balcony on that two-story house. Woodrow Carlisle recalls how the flood affected Edgefield, the neighborhood where he grew up. The water got into the yard and perhaps uh, two feet high in the yard, but I believe our house was constructed to where the water could get under the house. Maybe our floors were three feet off the ground. I don't ever recall water in the house. He remembers an odd sight at Edgefield Baptist Church. Our piano in the basement of the church was floating around. Carlisle used to stake his family's dairy cows near the river, and he tells about rescuing one with water up to his waist. I recall walking Sarah down uh, Bosque Street, away from the river toward 5th Street, with my tennis shoes around her neck, uh, and I was barefooted. I thought more of my tennis shoes than I did my feet, evidently. In the 1930s, after decades of devastating floods throughout Texas, the U.S. government began authorizing the construction of dams along Texas rivers to control excess rainfall. This led to the Whitney Reservoir, which was completed in 1951 on the Brazos River and has prevented, in Waco, floods like the one in 1936. Living Stories is heard every Tuesday on 103.3 FM, Waco's NPR. For program transcripts or more information about the Institute for Oral History, visit us at baylor.edu livingstories.